the black rocks and revolution. Samurai punk feminist solution. White noise, your water, your pollution. This is not a test. Calling all your slaves to the ground. Coming out your grace for the mind. Had eyes, but still you are blind. This is not a test. Right here. You over there. <laughs> so this is uh, episode four. I'm at uh, the rec center in Waterloo. I it's a famous place apparently but I'm not famous so I wouldn't know anyways me Brodsky beating the foot soldier an episode podcast episode where we interview Mitchell McCloy and um Alan's a foot soldier and I'm Brodsky beat right here anyway so in this episode we go deep into one of the the pillars of Pop Minority in my production company and pop, the Pop Minority Report and that's music and technology. So the interface between the two of them. So Mitch is really good at this. He's 26 now, so he's born like 95, 96. He did his first multi-track recording with music that is, if you don't know about this podcast or about music, music and technology, music and healing, music and education, and global musical community so Mitchell started getting into recording when he was 12 and he would play something and he would listen back to it and go hey I did that I created this art and so he's followed that passion throughout his life so he's 26 now so what 14 years and he's a sought-after live audio engineer producer musician songwriter and also he also does video do a lot of video work too and, and um the thing that we were poking at or we were getting at with him with switch soldier is uh is the is the feeling you get when you're dealing with art and technology when you're sort of in that zone and um mitch really goes deep into it and really in my opinion anyway really explains it well i hope we get a lot more people like him on the podcast I'll leave it to you to listen to what he has to say about music and technology and, and how they, the duality. So, um, again, we're honored to have these kind of people on the podcast. I think that Mitchell was born in the 90s, so it would be safe to say because of technology and medical, he probably lived well past 100 years old, well past it. And so if he's this good now, it's just going to get better. I mean, he... He'll probably do many, many more things in technology and art throughout his life, and I'm sure you'll hear about him. But anyways, uh, it's inspiring to hear young people uh, work on both at the same time, and you can. So here's the, the Foot Soldier and Bratsky Beat, Episode 4. Mitch and McCloy. Brad here. You over there. Boop! <laughs> this is Mitch and McCloy. So I got to know... Mitchell a while ago, probably. When did I first meet you in Sherwood? Oh, gosh, I don't know. It would have been at least a few years ago. So let's say it's five years ago. So one of the things I noticed about... Al, are you listening? I'm listening. So the thing I noticed about Mitchell is that he's one of those people that straddles music and technology. So he sits right in the center all the time, which <laughs> is really rare, I find, anyway. And so he, he has, like, video audio, production, writer, 
like music writer, performer, live audio, the list goes on and on. So <laughs> I felt that and uh I, I, I got to know I'm just stumbling around like usual. And um I was at Fog Blues and Brass Band, it was August seventh, twenty twenty one, down the kitchen and they were closing off the night for Blues Fest? Blues Fest Crossroads and Yeah. Mitchell was cutting the video and he only had two cameras. He only had one that was at the front of house and one who was running around, person was running around directing that person. And I never okay. used I, I grabbed that footage and for fog using OBS, what I'm using right now. Right. And then that video, that, that footage from the live thing got cut up and used in their social media. But um, yeah. I, this is part of one of the pillars of pop minority is music and technology, music and art, yeah. no, sir. music and technology, music and education, music and healing, music and healing. Mm -hmm. And yep. uh, so this one's going to probably be music and technology. So, All right, I already have a, I already have a question, but I'm not ready yet. <laughs> I, my 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 in my tr travels of a wannabe musician and all that, and played for years myself, and off and on, uh, and then did production and ran a theater for a little while, and and I bumped into Bradsky as well, obviously, because here we are. Uh, one thing I did learn is that there's a frequency that's very important. And what we're what we're tuned into here, like on the radio, like frequency is a big deal that people don't even know. The unknown truth is the frequency we listen to things at. And there is there is healing. I've seen I've discovered some doctors who are naturopath or, or whatever they're called. They don't prescribe prescriptions, uh, you know, uh, pharmaceuticals, but they, they do healing with frequency and music and they do it with uh, different frequencies. And the <laughs> body is, is in tune with that stuff. So I found that stuff fascinating. Uh, anyway, is that are you looking at that kind of stuff too? Um, I'm not really looking at that directly. I mean, I've, I've definitely the idea of music being able to heal has been a thing that I've I've acknowledged for the whole time I've been playing music, um, whether it's on an emotional level, a mental level, of course, um, yeah. social a social level. Yeah, um, lyrics, lyrics, uh, yeah, mood. I mean, uh, yes, obviously, yeah. it's powerful, powerful tool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I haven't really done too much studying in the way of what you were describing, but it's definitely something I'd definitely look into Check. more. Because the reason I thought of that question is because it's something I've dabbled in, and I find it fascinating. But then when I when I saw a little bit about you, uh, and what Brad said at the beginning was you're into <laughs> music and technology. Then maybe yeah, look at that and you put that in your bailiwick because that might just increase yeah. or enhance what you already do. But yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, that's okay. really cool. Interesting. Okay, cool. And and then what are you doing now? Like, are you putting compilations together, like videos, albums? Like, oh or, goodness, <clears throat> I uh, so I I run a recording studio in Kitchener called Canadian oh. Daydreams. So we're oh. uh, we're constantly working with a bunch of different artists and all that. We uh, we also have a video series that we run called Live from Nowhere, um, oh, okay. which is uh, basically a one-shot live performance series. So we work with artists, oh. like solo artists and bands even, too, uh, we've done. So we have a few of those kind of posted. It's kind of grown and developed over the years, but I think now we finally have a good, solid foundation on that front. 
So, for example, a band would come in and run, you know, one or two songs off, and then you've got basically it's live off the floor. Correct. You're mixing now. You're mix. You're mixing it, and you're also shooting it. Yeah. So we 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 actually we don't do it at the studio. We do it at a remote location. So that's okay. part of the whole live from nowhere brand and oh, idea live, is that live it's from nowhere. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's at a sorry guys. It's a yeah, just a, a remote location. Um, yeah. So I was All doing right. that with popular minority back in the early 2000s. I would go to remote locations and live broadcast live. Right. Cool. Um, how would how would how how would an artist reach you to do something like that? I already have some people in mind that would be yeah. interested. Yeah. Um show. like through through email um canadiandaydream at gmail.com or just through our Instagram account. Uh those are two two best ways of getting a hold of us for any type of work that way. Canadian daydream at gmail.com gmail.com okay everybody yeah. get that written down all right yeah <laughs> i just wrote that down myself i already have some people in lo- in mind for you so good good Great. stuff yeah yep and and so you do you do the mixing obviously brad taught me in some of our adventures at the theater with uh, simulcasting and stuff you're mixing twice you're mixing live and then you're mixing for the audio yeah yeah so in, in this instance uh for this series specifically it's one shot and usually it's totally just live recording and all that it's just we're just taking the tracks in not really mixing on that end um but then then myself or one of my other partners who uh who i work with in the studio will mix it and then that get is what gets put onto the thing that ends up getting posted and all that very cool that's cool yeah. that's good yeah that's just that's just one thing that we've done and we've right explored so many different uh different thing different avenues and all that we do music videos as well um, and then obviously the studio production. So right now I'm working yeah. with a local band called Adult Recreation Center. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love, I, I love the names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're fantastic, and uh, yeah, they the we're, we're almost almost at the end of an 11 song album right now, just in the last stages of mixing. So um, pretty excited for that to come out in the new year. Very cool. That's cool. Who's the who's the who's the girl that mixes that Bobby's again? That's Shannon. And she has a band called the House Cat or something. House Cat, yeah. They got pretty interesting stuff going on. Um, <laughs> I, I, I remember the stray. I remember the stray cats, but okay, that was a long time ago. Uh, I, I, yeah, of course. Everything I did it was a long time ago. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, so so what other areas you say music is healing? So like, are you a songwriter as well? Like, I think Brad led to that. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm a musician. First and foremost, uh, I'm a bass player primarily. I, I play in a band um, called Homer Watson Boulevard, and uh, Jack Darby, who's one of the other guys. <laughs> Jack Darby, who's one of the other guys I run the studio with, he handles the video component of our studio. He's our lead singer. He's the main okay. writer, but where I really flourish is my my ways of production and my approach to production and how to enhance a song without uh, without losing its integrity essentially very cool very hey, cool all right hey, so uh, al brad here. yes brad over here yes okay so uh we live life live yeah okay, okay so <laughs> remember i was talking to mitchell about the intersection between music and technology yeah. yes because that's really uh a fascinating area the reason why is because music is art 
but it's also technology driven. It's only art that I know of that crosses well, both boundaries, right? Right. Well, Randy Randy Bachman, I know he's going back too, but he he's on radio and he 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 said that you know we only started capturing music on vinyl maybe what was it 60 years ago is it maybe i don't know but it wasn't that years. long ago be 100 years 100 yeah, years about 100 ago. years at this point but i mean music was meant was was almost meant to be like at the moment it's being created it's being emoted it's it and you, right. the people that are there are feeding off of what you're giving you're you're getting back what you're giving being recycled not recycled being um uh, processed by the people that are in that room it's not like you know you play you do a live album and then i'm listening to it you played in germany and i'm listening to it in toronto i'm not right. in the room in germany so he, it's he a different experience me. yeah exactly and it doesn't mean that i won't get touched or whatever uh, but i might get touched differently because i'm a different guy and i'm in toronto absolutely yeah so the technology took what was only going to happen in that place in germany and that's the only people that would ever see that performance, and that's it. So now you're capturing it, and now technology has let people all over the world be in that Germany experience, right? So Yeah. Actually, I have technology overall to thank for how I've made it to where I am in the industry, ultimately. Um, when I was younger, I when I was taking music lessons and all that, I was taking group lessons, and at the end of the summer, we... Uh, we recorded the tra the songs that we were working on and um i just remember the first time i sat behind the screen and i was i was playing bass in the band i was in doing my parts and i'm like this is crazy that anybody can just record whatever they want or other people um so it was from that moment on which would have been uh 14 16 16 years ago no, yeah, 14, 14 years ago at this point that I just how, became how obsessed you, with the. When how old were you when you when that that re, re, realization came to you? So I was twelve. I'm, I'm twenty six wow. now. So that would have been fourteen years ago, and hmm. uh, yeah, and I it just it blew my mind that that was something that you could do, and I just started researching and looking up videos and figuring out what was the cheapest thing I could get to start recording. Um, so I got together a little rig and my mom's basement and first thing i did was uh, i asked around if anybody wanted to record i ended up recording a 14 song album for my friend's dad mm, with wow. with this really basic setup but it was because of that moment of realization that it was something i could do and it was technology that i could get my hands on that um that led me down that path and now i do it and it's led me even further and into different directions within the industry Cool. Yeah, and you've only your your journey's only just begun. Trust yeah. me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, really. We've been riding a horse for quite a while now. So right. Yeah. But but that's exciting. That's exciting for you. That's good. It's good to hear, and it's good to know that you realize that. That's another key. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people don't realize what they have, and what they can now they can start to walk in it. You know. So right. Yeah. And then yeah, and then just whenever I would play in bands and all that, we would just record ourselves and I just kind of honed my craft, eventually went to school for it and then found myself at Sherwood and went the live direction as well. So. Yeah. We all know Sherwood, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, but in, in, we say that in jest, but I mean, we also met a lot of great people through Sherwood and, 
and right. uh, and, and you know they were always good to me and my little ventures there too so and i met yeah. bradley as well so yeah sherwood sherwood's been a sherwood's been a, a honing center i guess in one way so but sure. uh, okay well no that that's cool that's cool so what 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 have you what have you got in your immediate plans like what are you looking at okay like today this is what i'm working on but i've got this vision tomorrow or one day i want to do this hey al just yes right here oh okay i've got let's to remind you back. that <laughs> let's pull it back a bit <laughs> i gotta remind you that i asked that's cool man I, that I asked mitchell to look at the the, the boundary right between the two of them so yes. still on that path and, the, and, and that's what made me ask him the question about okay. frequency all right but so, so then so i already took us off path so i'm going <laughs> to bring us back i'm going to bring us back to the the circles where it's in the middle it's right yeah there. Okay. it's it's you know, because uh the reason why again your experience al are different than mine because of i course. come from a, a background of being in music you know I started, I bought my first bass guitar at Sherwood with John Belton, like in 1980, right? So um, we're going to talk about Sherwood for a minute. One of the things about Sherwood is that they're always forward thinking, both art yep. and technology, because I know the mm -hmm. owners and everything, because they definitely, and I go there too. So uh, that's why we're, why we're here, probably. But um, yes, one of the reasons. so I know from <laughs> my own background, when I'm watching Mitchell, that I go, oh, you know, there's way more going on here, right? So, uh, anyway, so how are we going to go that path, talk about the intersection? I'll let Mitchell do that. And, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, in, in terms of like, the, there's so many different aspects to like the te technology affects art and music as a whole, um, whether it's the, from the video component, whether it's from the audio component. And I think the biggest thing about the relationship between technology and music now is how yeah. easy it is to 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 get your hands on it. Yeah, there's okay. there, there's pros and cons to that too, right? Um, Everybody the fact has their hands on it now, right? Yeah, now it's oversaturated, but that really kind of at least what it does for me is it motivates me to to Aha, continue motivation. to grow, Woo! right? Yeah, <laughs> it it motivates me to continue to grow and advance and. Aha. And yeah. explore these different pieces of technology that allow me to yes. to create more, to create music in in a in a way that is honest to myself and honest to the people that I'm helping create that music for. Um, yeah. Whether that's in the live world with uh, whatever whatever I'm doing on that front, whether it's video, I'm trying to capture the moment, or it's in the studio and I'm trying to capture their true emotion and what they're feeling. Uh -huh. and it's it's kind of trying to grow and move with the times too to to be aware of what what can what can make the journey easier and what can make it better ultimately hmm. so let me get this i'm picking up in a bit both 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 sides drive it right that be correct absolutely i look yeah. at a new technology this is how i look at it as well too i look at a technology and I'm like, oh, how can i move it over to here to music yeah right exactly or or, uh, uh, or music and i'll go how can i move it over to technology right does that sound correct yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't have, you can't love and marriage you can't have one without the other so but i mean music and technology you can't have one without the other I guess you can, but not with, with the goal you have in mind. But yeah, yeah, I, I right. see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 
there there are people that there's people that use technology and they're just because they're in music and they stay on that side of it and then there's people that are on technology and they do a little bit of music but do you know what i'm saying yeah and then but then there's people like mitchell that sort of sit in the center all the time right yeah trying to keep my finger on the pulse at all times from i mean I, i play in a band i I record in a studio. I work in live production uh, in multiple different areas. So there's so much to keep track of, of what's new and what what what's the right thing to go with, right? And sometimes the latest, greatest thing isn't always the best thing. And it's a matter of deciphering what is what is a trend and what is actually going to help benefit the industry as a whole. Yeah, no, and that's interesting when you bring that up. So I'm going to bring something up I always do is have you ever had any have you ever had any experience working with any of the old analog technology at all like uh, even- a little bit a little bit in uh in in a live setting and in in studio as well i've used analog equipment not necessarily and- like tape machines or anything like that but <laughs> okay the, the reason i bring it up is because there's an argument that a lot of people swear by the analog so there's a warmer sound with analog than there is with digital it's colder it's more efficient. It's it, you know, but it's there's older. There's also a sense of commitment too with that. Um, mm, the other piece, the other piece with how far we've advanced in, in from a recording standpoint, is now you have unlimited options. Oh, if true. unlimited yeah. chances and opportunities to capture a moment, that's true. Um, that's true. Which for me, I try. I, I try to think differently. I whenever I'm recording with somebody, whether it's a vocalist or or any sort of musician, I try to capture those moments in in the first few takes as opposed to doing 10, 20 takes just because we can. Yeah. I know a lot of people who do that and and I don't know, it's just not the way that I think because I think with where we're at with technology, it is, has allowed us to have unlimited chances to, to capture something. I think that takes away from, from the art. We're, we're leaning too far into the technology field on that front and not yeah. enough into the music we're getting distracted um yeah so that's why i try to to um embrace the idea of just committing to it and and capturing the moment as opposed to just trying to record something yeah no that's good that's good we still got some good people around that's good <laughs> okay so i got a question for mitchell so i'm looking at some of the work you've done on you know some video stuff and um there's two parts going on. There's a the technical part I'm watching technically, but then there's the spiritual part behind it to go, wow, that's really, you know, Mitchell's running with two cameras. One guy's running around with one's fixed, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the, the energy behind it is really good and it's really uh, grasping. You're like, wow, I really, I'm digging this, right? And um, so is that just a feeling you get about where the camera's going or is it something that you've thought about? So there's there's two pieces to that I would say yeah, okay. um, like that that example that you're talking about at uh, at Krabby's there with Fog, mm-hmm. um, the camera operator that I was working with Stefan, um, yeah. I've known him for for a number of years. We play in a band together now, and we run the studio together. We're we're pretty we produce music together. We're pretty in sync in terms of our uh, uh-huh. our understanding of music okay. and and everything. So is that Stefan Miles? Stefan Tamala is his name. Oh, okay. Sorry. I know another yeah. Stefan. Okay. He's I a remember photographer. My... Um, okay, yeah. And and so when I'm switching cameras with him, especially for a live band, he 
he has the fundamental understanding of how music works and how songs work and how bands perform. Uh So he can preemptively go to the things that I'm looking for um, and know, okay, a guitar solo is probably coming up here or uh, we're about to hit the chorus. So I'm going to go to the singer. So there's a lot of pieces where I don't need to worry about directing as much, which allows me to look even further and really get into the minutia and really kind of get the feel of the movement of the songs and, and everything. And then I'm still calling like, okay, take a shot across the whole stage or do a slow push in at this point or, or whatever. But because of that connection, we're already able to kind of get past the fact that I need to call every single shot. Um, and then that lets me really get into the music as well, because I'm listening, I have headphones on. I'm, I'm sometimes I'm barely even watching the what's going on on the screen because I know that, Stefan's already going to be where he needs to be. And I'm using the feel to allow myself to kind of to move around with the cameras. Okay, so uh, this is kind of because uh, I, I was like, because I go in the gray area. Me and I always are in the gray area of, of yeah. ideas. That's what we do. And we get ourselves in a lot of trouble. Sometimes. No, but, but, anyway. but I mean, his the way he operates is the way that I, 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 that's my value. That's what I, that's how I tried to run a theater for a little while. It's like you know, like my, okay. anyway. I, I I like I like this kid. It's all right. It's good. <laughs> I'm just saying I like it. I like what I'm hearing. It's good. Now, can I interrupt you? We need more people. We need more people like this. <laughs> Al, I'm serious. I know. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get. Can I get? Can I reel you in again? Can I get an example? <laughs> when you were working with Chuck Mitchell, he he was in a band called Alex, and him and Chuck grew up as kids. Chuck is a guitar player, and Alan's a singer. Alan, when you were working with songs with Chuck, did you have more of a feeling or did you have to think about it? It's probably more of a feeling. Oh, I got this lyric. Oh, and yeah, no, sort of everything, everything, everything was organic with us. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so. Still in. Yeah, but but I mean, we think so many thoughts that nobody can process. I wish I met a guy like this back then because that, <laughs> nobody, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of prostitutes in the business that just take your money and do their thing. That's true. That's right? true. That's, that's what's going on. That's and a that's fantastic my... analogy, actually. I, I really well, like that. Thank you. I've used true. it a couple okay. of times. Hey, Al and Mitchell, I'm going to drag you guys in. People <laughs> still need to, people want to do music and art. They need to get paid, right? So sometimes there's, right. a, there's a boundary, right? Uh, that's cool. Uh, so, Mitchell, would you say that is it 50% thinking about it or is it 75% feeling and 25% thinking or what do you think it is? <laughs> it, oh man, it it really depends on what I'm doing, okay. uh, ultimately, and who I'm working with. Sometimes when it when it comes to writing music, um, it's it's a lot of it is feel. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in a live setting, I mean, you have to think about what you're doing and kind of and that kind of thing, whether it's performing or being behind the board. Um, but or my, getting or, or getting your message out, like so. You're, yeah, you're you're you're, 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 you're it's it's emanating from you and now you're live right so yeah and like for me my my biggest approach with everything i try myself i try to not get pulled away from it is that it's about the art and about music and that's why i'm doing what i'm doing um and so the feel is the big is the bigger part so i i wouldn't be able to quantify it one way or the other but i would say feel ultimately outweighs the thinking a lot of the time okay so that would be the same thing as when you're 12 years old it's kind of thing for me i started 
started multi-tracking shows when I was 16 with a four track. Right. Um, my parents' place. Uh, so I felt empowered that I could record something and listen back to it. And go, wow, mm -hmm. that's really interesting. Is that sort of the same thing with you? Yeah, yeah. That, like, that's wow. like when, when I was 12, it was like, when I, the first time I heard that playback of what I played, I'm like, I played that. I, that's yeah. so, like, it just that, that idea of, like, I can hear back what I did. Like, I, I, I knew what, like, I mean, you could record on, like, a, a device or whatever, but um, but to be able to multi-track everything on your own, and you don't have to go to a big studio to do that. Sorry, I have a cat. He's wandering around. Hello, cat. Okay, so <laughs> the, the, the thing popped up. We got, like, uh, we got eight minutes left. Is so, Alan and Mitchell, is there anything you want to talk about here? So it's been really interesting. I'll tell you that. This has been great. Um, Alan? Yeah, it's been fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so there's other things you want to add here while we're here. I mean, if I were to say anything, and like like I said, the biggest thing for me is uh, the music and the art should come first, uh, but before technology. Like you, to go back to the idea of how easy it is to get equipment to do it. I think the biggest thing is finding whatever you need to get the idea captured is the first step. Yeah, and and as long as you have a good idea and and something that's emotionally driving, in my opinion, that's what's going to be successful. Uh, you don't need the biggest, fanciest thing to be able to to create something great. Right. So that that's a good point because I mean, you when you get a twelve-year-old singing the blues, I'm um, sorry, you need to live a little bit to learn what <laughs> the blues are. Uh, right. So as we journey through life, we have. Pain. Uh -oh. We have we have oh, ecstasy. We have you know, and you're you're sharing through your gifts. You're yeah. you're sharing through your gifts, your experiences of your ecstasy and your lows and your highs and yeah, it, yeah. So yeah, to you know, remember the town criers used to come through the town and they would use their gift to spread the news, right? Hey, right. there's the king in town or whatever. So exactly. So. You were born in like 96? 96, yeah. So there'd be music around 2000 that you would start listening to as a kid that you would remember, right? Yeah. It'd be around 2000. So what was what were big hits in 2000 that would have been the background of your growing up? Oh, gosh. In the pop world, it would have been like, you know, like Shania Twain, Christina Aguilera, the boy band era, like all that stuff was, was a lot of what I listened to growing up. But right. um, one as time went on, I definitely explored and expanded more and, and my, just my musical taste. Like I have a plethora of different sounds that I constantly pull from whenever I'm doing any sort of work with music. I dabble from anything from electronic to classical, to jazz, to metal, to rap, to pop, to everywhere. <laughs> Doesn't I, I love surprise it me. Doesn't surprise love me. It all. Person, yeah, they love it all. Um, so when you listen, let, Alan, are you there? Brad here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, so, when those songs come on the radio right now, when you're older, right? Um, do those emotions come back up in that time frame that you were growing up? Absolutely. And would you say they're really strong? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, especially I think that's, in I think that's, a, that's one of the pinnacles of people that are into music 
is that it really affects them younger, but then when they look back and it really affects them, they're really emotionally charged mm-hmm. them and they and they, they come to this time frame and they're twelve years old and they're recording something, oh I can do that. I heard on the right. radio that I had those emotions and now I'm doing it. Right? That's right. There was is that there correct, Alan? In, yeah, there's evidence in recent studies with Alzheimer's patients that you can sit down and they don't know who you are and all the rest of it, family members. And then they'll sit down and start playing, uh, you know, an old song or something they learned in, in, you know, in choir, whatever. But and they'll finish the lyrics. It'll all come back to them, and they'll finish the song. In fact, they'll correct you if you, you intentionally. I think I saw one study mm-hmm. where they intentionally screwed up the words, and the person with Alzheimer's corrected them. Hey, that's right. not the word, you know. But I that's think- how powerful music is. Absolutely. I think that, that when it comes to music and human beings, there's something at a completely different level going on, right? It's because uh, kids can play drums proficiently at four years old. Yeah, you just so, can't send the, the blues at four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's something. But yes, technically they can play. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's something else going on because nobody's taught them. How, I mean, something else, right? I think that all goes back to what what you brought up at the very beginning with the idea of how different frequencies affect affect people. I think that's definitely. I mean, that that would explain why so many people would want to go to a huge concert beyond just the lyrical content. That's true. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a certain aspect of that too that you, that I, I've witnessed at least of people just kind of embracing the sound around them kind of idea. Yeah, true. Alan, what was this again? I, the frequency, what? The, it's there, not, there, not there's different frequencies. So, so, so television broadcasts at a frequency, radio broadcasts at a frequency. Yeah. That's why they even announce it as a frequency. Uh, but there's also an unhealthy frequency where they try to, you know, there's programming of CIA stuff. We're not getting into that. <laughs> but, but then there's a, no, but it's, dead, it's serious. I'm not kidding. For sure. And, and then there's a, there's a healing frequency, which I mentioned too. Which well, we I have don't to get, know we haven't had anybody yet on the podcast for that yet. Oh, I, well, I can, we can yeah. get somebody. I, I'm just learning. I mean, we're always learning. Hello, right? can you get them? All right, I continue. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I get, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry about that, Alan. Go ahead. It's okay. Um, you know, and 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 one thing I on my journey, I learned that you know I really I really used to have a big problem with the hokey pokey, but I've managed to turn myself around. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, nice. so you know, I, put, I put my left hand in. I took my left anyway. Okay. So. All right, so got like Mitchell. Is there anything you want to conclude with here? Go ahead. No, I just it's, thanks for thanks for having me on and. Uh, uh, allowing me to kind of speak about kind of the stuff, some of the stuff I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, and, 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 and it's uh, live off the floor is one of the things you do. And it's, what's the, what's the address, the email again? Canadian daydream at gmail.com. Canadian daydream. So you can have a moon age daydream with Canadian daydream at gmail.com. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you're looking to go live at the floor, well, I guess that's that's. I I, I already have I already have somebody in mind. Yeah, I already have somebody in mind. Sure. Also, yeah. M- Mitchell and and Alan, we got somebody because we need to get into the healing part of it. We haven't had anybody yet. We're waiting. We'd really like to talk to those kind of people. If you guys know anybody, give her yeah. I'll let you know if if anybody comes to mind. All right. Um, I'm gonna also say I thought that was really interesting. We really 
interesting absolutely yeah fascinating man fascinating um it yeah. really goes into the core and, of the and, and, things. and encouraging that that you know that there's still people that are you know that are still uh motive with integrity and being right. honest with, with 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 what they've got so and then you know what, what have i got and i'm, I'm gonna journey and i'm gonna discover more about what i got and absolutely. uh you know so it's, it's refreshing to hear people like you so uh mitchell it's been great to meet you appreciate it the other thing is is that mitchell will live a life of a lot of gratitude and a lot of uh it it, it already is but throughout his life it'll be very fulfilling you know what i mean yes yes. for sure Uh, right up until whenever it ends that's Mm -hmm. that's really important to me anyway that's that's the beauty of that's the beauty of art in my opinion yes yep you live a lifetime of fulfillment instead of trying to grab things that don't, ex- you know, don't fill you in. You know what I mean? Exactly. Awesome. All right, guys, I'm going to end this bonus. Right. See ya. <laughs> All right. So that's uh wild bride here. You over there. That wraps up a podcast interview with Mitch McCloy. Lots of things going on in his life. Lots of avenues across technology and music pretty inspiring um you know doing these podcasts anyways uh good luck in your future adventures mitchell and that's a wrap and we're on to the next one all right thank you